This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome to Game Bet and Match, a tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. I'm Nigel Seeley and I'm delighted to say it's a bumper edition of Game Bet and Match this week. It's Wimbledon week, so we're back again in the midweek action. I'm delighted to say also joining me is my co-host and regular on this podcast, Sean Calvert, tennis journalist over here in the UK. Sean, uh, it's been a busy week. I can see it's been a busy week for us both. A uh, lot looking, watching, yeah. a lot of tennis action. Uh, before we go on to the matches, how's how's the first week fared for you so far? A bit up and down, to be honest. I had a couple of couple of decent winners, three or four or five decent winners. That, that struff bet we had came in quite nicely, didn't it? Against um, against Alcaraz, a few one one or two others like that. But it's not it's not it's been a difficult one to pick for me. It's been a strange old one, hasn't it? With all the players kind of three or four big names dropping out with COVID and a few results that you you look at and you think. How's that happened? So it's, it's been a bit of a funny one, but um, yeah, it's okay. Not too bad, I would say so far. Well, for me, my outright picks, Hercas <laughs> was gone in, in round one straight away. Uh, for the match picks, well, I'm slightly up, slightly up, but it's like you say, it's it's all to play for for the second week. And this is what betters like. You know, we, we look, we've seen how the court's playing. We see how the players are playing. And this gives us a little bit of an edge uh, to talk about this now. Usually we come on on a Saturday preview in the events, but we've actually seen how the court conditions are. We've seen how yeah. the contenders are playing. So this is why we come back on for the second time this week. Let's, before we go on to the third round matches for tomorrow, let's look at the men's outright market as we stand. Now, obviously there's games in play currently, but Novak Djokovic is the favourite at minus $2. Uh, Rafael Nadal is plus 5.50. Alcaraz is 12 to 1. Sitsipas is 16. Uh, Kyrgios is 16 to 1. And the biggest move on the field, which is probably a, a really, really good thing for us, uh, mm-hmm. and specific, specifically for you, who's been going on yeah. about this, man. Taylor Fritz now down to 33 to 1. Um, yeah. First of all, what, what, that, looking at that market, who have you who have you been impressed with, and who are you thinking? I want to fade. I don't really like what they're doing at the moment. Well, um, Nadal's going to need to improve, isn't he? Um, it's kind of understandable. He's not played on grass for you know three years, I think. Um, so so far, he's not he's not been great. But you know, you can't expect him to come back in and beat everybody three 0 I've not played on the surface barely for for three years. Yeah, he's obviously got to improve. Um, I think he probably will, given that the draw that he's got, and now he's got. A perfect draw, really, hasn't he? Um, no Berrettini, no Chilich, none of these guys in, in, in the bottom half. You know, it's, it's fine for him. Fritz is going along great, you know. Taylor Fritz is, that's why obviously the price is, there's, well, several reasons why the price is, is contracted. And obviously the main reason is that the Berrettinis and the, the Chiliches and that are, are out. So he's, he's got a, you know, he's got a great draw now. So I'm hopeful of a, of a, of a Nadal-Fritz um, quarterfinal there. So we can... Um, we can start cashing, looking at cashing on the each way money. I tell you what, if it's a Fritz, uh, I, 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 from the performance of the day from the day, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that Fritz 
quarterfinal comes in because I think Fritz had uh, some decent value. But to be fair, Fritz didn't play that well today. He didn't play that good. You know, he, he played okay, no. but uh, he's no, going to he improve. 3-0, not playing well. He's, he's doing all right, aren't you? He, exactly. Uh, just before we move to the match, we'll give him the update on the women's draw as well. Schwantek is plus 150. Very, very poor from her today. Uh, Jabir is 5-1. to one. Very keen on her. She's been probably the most impressive person in the tournament on the women's draw. Halep is 10. Ostapenko is 11. Really, really impressed with her. If you're looking at Someone at a big price, Ostapenko at 11s could be that person. Kvitsova is 12, and Corey Goff, who's in play now as we uh, record this, she's 12 to one as well. But Jabir was our pick at the beginning. She's now down to five to one. No Serena Williams, uh, as we said, and no Hercas as well, two of my picks. Okay, that's the outright market. We we the, the, the market leaders have to improve. We, we're very happy with our positions at the moment at big prices. Let's move on to tomorrow's games. The third round comes uh, around. There's some really, really interesting matches. And looking at the card, I spoke to you yesterday, and I spoke to you today yeah. as well. It looks like a good day for the underdogs. Yeah, I think quite a few of them were in with a chance. Um, Djokovic is really the only one of tomorrow's matches that you, you could say is... is, is virtually assert I think the rest are pretty much up for grabs um, you know the one I like we talked about earlier I, I really like Isner's chances against Yannick Sinner I really do I mean it, it, I didn't see all of the Isner match because I was watching my man uh, Van Ruthoven against Apelka so I was watching that at the, instead of the Isner match but the bits I did see really impressive you know from Isner and I think he's going to be an absolute handful for Sinner I haven't been impressed at all by Sinner on grass um so far in his career. I mean, now he's playing a guy who holds 95% of the time on grass. Um, so, so that is a massive, massive challenge for Yannick Sinner. I, I certainly wouldn't fancy him at 1.6 or whatever he is, based on what, what he's done so far on grass. I think Isner is, is one that stands out for me. I don't know what you think, but he, that, he's, the, he's the price that I like. Well, I absolutely love him. I, I, and, and um, you know, Sinner, I've, I've tried to oppose Sinner in all the games in play. I've tried to get against him in every angle. I haven't really cashed any ticket on the back of, of opposing him. But when you keep opposing a player, you want to get him. And and this price here, uh, plus 150, just looks wrong to me. It looks a wrong, wrong price. Um, I love the handicap. Uh, Bet Rivers are plus 135, John Isner. They were plus 150. The handicap is plus one and a half, Isner. I, I love that because if Isner does lose a set, he's going to lose a set tight he's gonna lose a set six four seven six yeah so i love getting with the big servers with a handicap start because they're not going to lose a set six love there's no way isn't going to lose a set six love especially not against sinner so i love that angle as well i, I really i'm i'm all over i'm all over um isn't i i think I, I think i genuinely believe this match is a pick and match that's how i would, yeah. I, would I would i would bet it and uh plus 135 i love isn't yeah, I mean, Sinner wasn't. I mean, we were unlucky. I, I had Vavrinka plus one and a half sets to beat to beat Sinner in the first round. But Vavrinka was poor. He only served at forty nine percent first serves. You're not going to win with forty nine percent first serves, and he leaked too many errors as well. And he still wasn't that far away. He faded towards the end. But Sinner's going to need to produce something that he's never produced so far in his career on a grass court. He's going to justify odds like that for me. Yeah, absolutely crazy. And he's on the back. I think there may be a, a sort of a general perception that Isner's played one of his best games ever in his career against Andy Murray, served unbelievably, fought the crowd, beat a 9-0 head-to-head. And there is this kind of expectation when tennis players have big wins, isn't there, that they suddenly sort of, they drop their levels in the next round. But um, I think with Isner as well, sorry, I think I think with Isner as well, I think he's got that feeling that, you know, he's, he's getting on a bit now. This this could be his last chance, really. Mm. 
because as I said in, in the other previews, he's, he's lost in the first round quite often here. When he's got to, when he's got past the second round, he's he's always been very very tough to beat. I mean, he's lost some ridiculous ones. He lost some like 20, 20, uh, 1917 in the fifth Songa. He lost twelve ten to Chilic in the fifth as well. Um, and the time that he and he lost another tight one, four tie breaks I think it was three or four tie breaks against Lopez. The, the one time he got past that was was when he made the semi-finals and played that match against Kevin Anderson that none of us can forget. Um, I think it's you know I think he appreciates the time is running out and he's he's he's, he's really really going to give it his hundred percent I think. Yeah, and that section of the draw, Alcaraz if he wins that, obviously Djokovic in the quarter final. Um, it's, it's a big chance. I, I I love that play. I really do love that play. What else has caught your eye tomorrow? Um, I think some of the I, I don't like Cam Norrie at one point three against Stevie Johnson. I really don't. I, I'm struggling to find a bet to oppose Norrie with, but doesn't impress me on grass at all. I don't know what you think about it, but it, it, it just, it's painful watching Cam Norrie on grass. It, it, was it five five sets against Munar? In, it was two sets to one down, wasn't it, in the last round? Just doesn't impress me. Just doesn't, doesn't have the game for grass, Norrie. If, if Johnson finds the, the Johnson form, the best Johnson form, which, to be honest, he hasn't really found in the last several years, um, if he finds his best form, I think he's got every chance of at least pushing that past the overs mark. And it's definitely a, a play there. Because Norrie's going to, play all day isn't he and I think if Johnson is on it Johnson's actually got a surprisingly good record against left-handers for a guy whose backhand is is so attackable he's won six or like 64 percent of his main level matches against left-handers which I was really surprised by that's that's much better than his level against his record against right-handers so he's doing something right I, I think Norrie far too short for me um, on that one the other thing with Norrie as well he just he doesn't have that huge support that uh, a Murray or a Henman or a you know, he's he's the British number one. He hasn't got that sort of factor over here. I mean, if he if no. Murray will be front page news if he beat Isner yesterday, Norrie will be page fifteen news. You know, it's it, he hasn't got that kind of factor. You know, for Americans watching this, uh, Cam Norrie is not uh, someone that we've taken to the nation, which is quite a surprise. Really, he's, he's a mate. You know, he's a master champion. Uh, mm. he, he, you know, he, he's done well this year. He's had his best year, but he, he doesn't have that kind of support that uh, that uh, Radicano or or Andy Murray did yesterday. Yeah, he's lacking in the X factor, isn't he? He's um, well, good looking lad. I, w- I wouldn't mind looking like him. I must admit, he's good looking lad. Good hair. I could I could do this. Well, we both we, we both need that. Don't worry about that. We <laughs> both need we both need some of that. So Cam Norrie uh, on the handicap, uh, Bet Rivers will give you plus four and a half. Stevie Johnson at plus one hundred two. Yeah. The total games is 37 and a half with over at minus 115. Uh, a couple of other picks. I know you, you spoke to me um, yesterday. You, you, you like Tommy Paul and he's someone I've bet. I like Tommy. Uh, win the tournament 500 to one. I, you know, I messaged you the other day and said at 500 to one, Tommy Paul was a good price. He's serving incredibly well. Really looking good. Really looking confident. Uh, and yeah. he's up against a, a veteran in uh, Vesely. So um, I like that angle I think- there. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing with Vesely is that I looked at his record earlier on when he's when he's played a five-set match the previous round. He, he's never won one. He's never backed it up by winning. He's lost four times, um, three of them defeats and one of them by retirement. And he's also withdrawn once. So he's, after, after he's won a five-set match, he's never gone on and won the next match. And that doesn't surprise me at all with Vesely because he, he never looks fit to me. It's all, it always looks like there's something wrong with him. He's had a lot of injuries in his career. Um, I think Paul is going to Paul breeze past Manorino, which I was quite surprised if he did that that easily. 
Um, he's going to be much, much fitter. I think a huge fitness advantage for, for Tommy Paul. So I, I, I really like Tommy Paul to win that match. Yeah, I like him on the minus three and a half on the handicap as well. He's about minus two dollars, um, but I think minus three and a half. I also give Otti a chance plus four and a half against uh, Alcaraz. Still not convinced about him on grass. Uh, so that's really tomorrow's matches. I know we're in the early stages and we've seen the third round draw, but we know a couple of games for Saturday. And the one that really is, is, is really probably the biggest game of the tournament so far and the one that really everyone's going to be looking at from a betting perspective and everyone's going to look at the total gains from it is Nick Kyrgios against Stefanos Tsitsipas. Uh, Kyrgios, yeah. surprisingly for me, is a very, very short uh, favourite with Bet Rivers. Minus 141. Tsitsipas is plus 118. So in, uh, in, in the old school odds over here, around about four to six, Kyrgios at about six to five sits a pass. Total games are pitched at 41 and a half. What are your early thoughts on that game? I think this is about statistics on grass. I mean, people are now talking about Sitsipas being a contender for Wimbledon. Up until up until the last few weeks, he's he's not even been in anyone's thoughts at all. And statistically, even if you look at his his numbers for this season, just just take this grass season alone, they're not, they're not great. They're very mediocre. There's some there's some distance behind Kyrgios. I mean, if we look at Kyrgios, just his stats this season, he's held nice, he's held to have 96% of the time uh, and broken 17% of the time, which is really good, really good. And his, his combined service points one, return points one total is 109, which is excellent as well. Really good. And Sitsipas is nowhere near that. He's on 104, 104. So there's, there's a, I think that's where... That the layers are going with this. And he's also beaten Sitsipas three times out of three in, in competitive matches. Sitsipas won one in the Labour Cup, which is neither here nor there. Um, but Kyrgios has held 94% of the time in his matches against Sitsipas. So, you know, Sitsipas doesn't break much, as I've said before, it doesn't break much on, um, on grass anyway. Neither does Kyrgios, it happens, but Kyrgios is holding that much better. He's actually saving so many break points, Kyrgios. He saved 84% of the break points against him on, on grass this season. And in matches against Sitsipas alone, he saved 83%. So he's been super clutch on these break points. I don't know whether that's a sustainable figure going forward. It probably isn't. Um, but I can see where the, the bookies are coming from. He's, he's, he's a little level above Sitsipas for me. Beat him recently as well, didn't he, on the grass a few weeks ago. Um, for me, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a sl- he's a, not a clear favourite, but he's a, he's a, he's a reasonable favourite. I think that price is... For he, me, I think well, well, he he is the reasonable favourite. You also remember he's Nick Kyrgios. So this is well, that's the issue. That's the issue. He's slightly like headbanger, isn't he? <laughs> well, you have to factor that in, don't you? You have to you have to look at that price and say, is this a price that I am prepared to take on a guy who could combust either mentally or physically or both? Because that's another thing you've got to remember. He doesn't play. He's not a regular player on the ATP Tour. Kyrgios. He turns up when he feels like it. And that, if if he's going to play these four or five set matches long matches it's it, it's gonna it's gonna affect him like he did in Mallorca when he when he pulled out with an abdominal injury you know I don't trust his either his mental or physical fitness to be honest but if you're sort of looking at it as a pure tennis match I think I think, I think Kyrgios is the the right favorite yeah all right so Sean um we're at the halfway stage of Wimbledon uh Bet Rivers got their prices up now uh we're going into Friday on week one okay. Uh, you've been given a fifty-pound free bet by Bet Rivers on the mm-hmm. single file. No, no, you haven't. You haven't. <laughs> you haven't. Listen, Bet Rivers. Will have to give you, you earn enough money from doing this, not the fifty-pound free bet. <laughs> uh, 
but you, you you've got a hypothetical uh theoretical sorry um hypothetical anyway theoretical 50 pound free bet or 50 dollar free bet on the yeah. men's singles uh championship where's it going to go on the outright market on the outright market from what you've seen on week one, where are we going to put the money? I, I, I still can't see anyone beating Jocko. I can only see maybe Nadal beating Jocko. Oh, that's the I most boring see. answer, Sean. You I can't, can't be the fifty pound, fifty three dollar. Well, it's just it's, well, you're giving me free. You're giving me free money, aren't you? Oh. So that's, that's fair enough. If you're asking me who who I think can challenge Djokovic, that's that's a slightly different question. Well, um, if you got a fifty dollar free bet to think who you can challenge Djokovic, where would it be? Um, I, I still like Fritz. I really yeah. do. I still like Fritz. Like, I, I think he's the one that could potentially, I'm not saying he's going to be Jock, which probably won't, but I think he can make the final. I don't see any reason why he can't make the final. Come on, Fritzy boy. This is the one we want. 150 to 1, 125 to 1, 66 to 1. It's been on the Game Better Match podcast all the way through the last few weeks. Fritz is the man we want. I was wanted you to say Fritz. I didn't want you to say Djokovic, but I wanted you to well, say Fritz. If, I've done both, so there well, you go. You're hedging. <laughs> you're, 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 you value money a lot more than me. I'm I'm in it to win it. I'm going all in. On the women's section, if I got given $50, uh, $50 free bet, I'll go again, Jabour. I, I like Jabour. She's been really, really impressive. She's at five to one. I think from the first week, I think Schwantek is definitely vulnerable. And uh, I would bet Jabot uh, if I was given giving some money. So, Sean, if we're looking for a, a couple of angles tomorrow, we're going to go for Isner at uh, plus 135 to beat Janik Sinner, which is a fantastic bet. I like Isner on the handicap as well. And we're mm-hmm. also going to go for um, uh, Tommy Paul on the uh, yeah. the Asian handicap, probably, or to, to, to sorry, so the Asian handicap, on the ha- the game's handicap, or... On I the could see us... Yeah, yeah, well, either or. I, th- I think you would get... I think the handicap's probably worth taking on because of the Vesely's extremely suspect fitness. I could see him tanking the set easily or just not being competitive in at least one set. So I, I find it hard. To, I can't see Vesely winning that. I really can't. Um, so handicap, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue with that. Yeah, handicap or on the money line as well. Tommy Paul is an overwhelming favourite. We also give Cam Norrie uh, probably can have a bit of problem against Steve Johnson. We like the games thirty-seven and a half over thirty-seven and a half. Yeah, I think if Johnson serves well, I mean it's all about his serve, isn't it? If he's if he's clicking on serve, you know, it's it's. I, I, I don't think he'll win. I don't think he'll win, but I think he could he could take it past the yeah, Davis Mark. Yeah, I've not been impressed with Norrie at all. No. Rarely am, to be honest. On, certainly on grass, but. Just don't like him on grass at all. Well, there you go. Uh, that is the Game Better Match uh, midweek podcast wrapped up for you. So we've got some lots of bets on the third round. We'll be back at the weekend on either Saturday or Sunday to look ahead to the second week of the Grand Slam. And hopefully Fritz is in there. And there's no Djokovic. Hopefully there's no Dadao. And we've got the Fritz voucher. It's about 10 to 1. That'd be fantastic. We don't want Schrontek either. Uh, Sean, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, good luck with your bets tomorrow. And if anyone wants to follow you, where can they follow you on Twitter? At Sean Calvert One. Yeah, Sean Calvert One. You can follow me at Seely underscore Nigel. And also, if you want to follow the Bet Rivers Network, uh, give us a like and a review on the YouTube channel, or also download us on the podcast on any one of your podcast providers. Uh, we're doing really, really well on the the charts, the download charts in America on the Tennis Podcast. And we want to continue that ride all through Wimbledon. And if Fritz wins it, we want to be in the top 10, don't we, Sean? We do, absolutely. Exactly. Thank you very much for joining me, uh, as usual, Sean, and I'll speak to you next week. Take care and good luck with all your wages. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. 